and welcome to the Virgin River Visitor Center. I'm Caroline Dill. And I'm Liz Mitchell. And we are your guides to this charming, small, yet fictional town of Netflix's Virgin River. At the Virgin River Visitor Center, we will help you learn everything you need to know. Whether you want to know where to go for a late night bite, Jack's Bar, or who is new in town and already stirring up drama, the new nurse Mel, or you just want to know the local gossip. So pack your bags and your impractical footwear. We're going to Virgin River. Have you ever had legs? No, actually, the concept of it really scares me. Um, yeah, I unfortunately did have lice as a kid, and it's not a good time. My mom did the whole put mayonnaise in your hair thing to try to suffocate the little bugs. No, I'm like, the concept of lice, one to me feels like a foreign thing since, you know, I never went to regular school, so I never had to really deal with it. Um, Two, the concept of it freaks me out. It grosses me out, and I'm scared of lice also scared of whenever i have children and they go to school and they potentially come back with lice because i'm really not going to know what to do well you have something in common with preacher here so this episode is season three episode two sticky feet and the whole episode you're left wondering what could this possibly mean and we find out at the very end christopher brought home lice from Mm. summer camp disgusting and Preacher is not having a good time about this, but Christopher teaches us that lice have sticky feet to attach to human hair. What oh. fun! That is not a fact I wanted to know. Ah, so we're gonna go ahead and get into the episode there. That was a fun intro segment. Yeah, that was a quality transition. Yeah. Okay, so for everyone following along at home, we all know that episode one ended with fire. That is true. It did. And episode two opens with firefighters having to put out this fire at Jack's house. But uh, unfortunately, the house is gone. Totally burned Completely out. gone. Yeah. Everything's done. Yeah. Toast. Poor Sinters. Jack. So before we get into it, Liz, take us away. All right. Virgin River, season two. I almost said season two. Season three, episode two, Sticky Feet. Jack and Mel are dealing with the aftermath of the fire, and Mel offers to let Jack live with her while he rebuilds his house, but Jack starts acting really weird about it. Bree seems to have her sights on a certain hottie bad boy in town, and they share a steamy sidewalk moment. And Doc shares his concerns about Hope being stuck in the hurricane with Mel. After comforting Doc, Mel heads home and has a surprise visitor. It's Lily with some shocking news. Very nice. Thank you. I decided to do it really short today. Yeah. But that was a nice job. You got all the big, important, major moments. Thank you. Out that we will be talking about here and now. At the Virgin River Visitor Center. Yeah, the Visitor Center. We're here teaching you all about town. Town drama is rampant. It really is. I mean, poor Jack. He lost his whole house, and he's really struggling from this, and he now has nowhere to stay. And And has lost almost all of his things, aside from the couple of things he still had at the bar. Yeah. at Mel's. All right. So we're at the fire fire scene, scene of the fire, the 
not arson, but I'm still on arson sign scene. Crime scene. There's firefighters putting out the fire. There's Doc assisting with the injured firefighters. Weird. Not weird. That's normal. But like, that's what EMS are for. Also, how did he get there so quickly? Because Jack's house isn't in Virgin River. I don't know. We aren't going to question it. And then who else is there for no apparent reason? I honestly forget who. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's your favorite person to hate. It's Bert. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Duh. Bert is there too. Why? What? Huh? What's he doing there? Who knows? We don't Was know. Was there a car that needed towed? Maybe he's the arsonist. Exactly. So we're going to have to keep our eye on Bert yet again. He keeps showing up in very suspicious places. Every time. Every time. Bert, why are you inserting yourself into all the things in the drama in the stuff? He Do just you have needs a secret to, be... to hide. We're on to you, Bert. Yeah, we are. We're on to you. All right. So we're not going to get too worked up on Bert because he was only there for like five seconds. We don't really know what he was doing there. So let's move on. Mel takes Jack back to her cabin and she tells him that he doesn't have to put on a brave face, especially with her, because he just lost his house and that's a really big deal. And Jack says this really sad line. He says, there's no point getting worked up over anything. It's not going to change anything. Ugh, Jack. That's so sad. Jack, you really need some therapy. You need some optimism. Optimus Prime. Honestly, though. Yeah, so uh, the two of them talk about how they're both going through a lot. And Mel's like, when I was going through my breaking point, I cried and I screamed and I was emotional. And she really wants to see his emotional side. That's because he needs to let it out. Yes, but he also decides it to is not do anything and very has, romantic when your really partner cute. finally breaks down and is like, I trust you enough to show my true emotion. Oh my gosh. And I'm with Mel there. I'm like, yeah, Jack, let it out. And you know, he says, he's like, I'll just break stuff instead. I mean, valid reaction, but whatever. But as long as it's not other people, then it's fine. Yeah, and as long as it's not Mel's stuff, that's yeah. all she cares about. Yeah, she doesn't have renter's insurance. No, which is not... Actually, I guess since she's staying there for free, she doesn't really need it. Yeah. Huh. She's Unless not paying it's like for covered it. covered by, like, Hope's Yeah, we'll make Hope pay for it. If Mel's cabin ever burns down, Hope pays for all of it. Everything. Yeah. All the designer stuff, Hope. Yeah. Replace Unless... It. Ooh, let's get into it. Unless... Hope does never, does not ever, ever come back to Virgin River. Gasp. Because Hope is still trapped in, on the island in North Carolina. And apparently the hurricane's getting worse. It's been upgraded to a Category 3. Oh no. And the phone lines are still down. And poor Doc, he is listening to the weather report. He's just trying to figure out how to help her, even though he can't be there with her and he right, just and can't get a hold of her yeah he just really wants to make sure that she evacuates she and her elderly aunt he wants them safe definitely yeah but you know what um melvin comes in and she's like talking about herself and doesn't even notice Boys. doc looking distressed she's like oh so and so really annoying patient and doc's like sorry i didn't hear you i'm too busy worrying about hope because there's a hurricane right mel is like 
a little self-centered in this episode. I'm going to yes. come out and say it. I'm I, sorry, Mel. I love you. But your way of relating to people and issues is by somehow relating it to a trauma that you've had. And that's not helpful. Yeah. So later she goes in the day, like at nighttime, she goes over to talk to Doc and kind of take his mind off of things and just to be with him. And he... They play Go, go Fish because it's the only card Yeah, game they she play knows. Go Fish. It's so cute. Little family bonding moment. Oh, we love it. But Doc's really stressing about this hurricane. And he says, I can't lose her. She is everything to me. <laughs> and he starts to cry. And it's, ugh. Yeah. But what does Mel do? She sits there and goes, oh, well, when Mark died. Stop making it about you. Yeah. She's like, well, the waiting is hard, but I know you can do it. I had to wait. And then my husband died. Mel. That's, that's not helpful in the situation. That's not a good thing to say. You don't want him thinking about hope dying. No. If anything, you should do what Muriel did when she was comforting him. Yes. And said, if I had to choose someone to choose, or choose, if I had to choose someone to survive a natural disaster, I'd pick hope. Oh, definitely. Ida has no idea what she's up against. Mm-hmm. That's how you comfort somebody in yeah. a crisis like this, Mel. And you bring strawberry jam. Yes. Not go fish. Well, go fish oh, maybe. Go fish but is really fun. You bring a food and a game. You yes. only brought the food and then a story about your life. She only brought the game, not the food. That's what I meant. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for <laughs> clarifying. You're welcome. Oh, yeah. And like Doc is going through this hurricane stuff and he's also going through his own Medical potentially issues. going blind stuff. And his headhunter finally calls and is like, I've got a couple candidates for you. See, ma'am, it's not that hard. No. But unfortunately for Doc, at these interviews, they were all quite terrible candidates. Yeah. And he still wants to keep this, like, really private and isn't including Mel in it, which is a little weird. But I get it because it's also Doc. But yeah, these people, not great. The one is in Hope Valley, Clear River something like that which is you know obviously not close yeah and doc um says what would you do if a patient had an emergency in the middle of the night and he's like oh i guess that they could just go to urgent care and doc goes oh you guessed you guessed wrong yep and closes the file yeah which is a i think that's a pretty good response like if you're gonna be the family practice person in a town that has no hospital and the closest place is two hours away, you probably should live there and not be like, oh, I guess you should, you know, go to the urgent care two hours away. No, they could die. Okay. I think there's an urgent care a little bit closer. No, I thought they said it was two hours. No, that's the hospital. I thought the urgent care was two hours away. No, the hospital like is hour. two hours away. I, I the think urgent everything's two care. hours away. I, everything's, the urgent care is probably an hour, okay? Let's say one hour, hospital two hours. Either way. Still far. Not great if you're having a medical emergency. No. So I'm really hoping that Doc hears something from Hope next episode. Me too. Even just like a text or an email or a message in a bottle. A carrier pigeon. Yeah. Something to let us know that she made it out safe. And her aunt's okay. And yeah. That they... Doc is really like spinning his wheels going in every possible direction that this could be ending in mm-hmm. and he's he's really starting to overthink it yeah so understandably though. we're gonna think about him and positive send thoughts everyone good thoughts out for doc and hope and her octogenarian aunt. see i got it right that time mm-hmm. 
All right, so let's talk about Jack now because it was really his episode. This was was. all about Jack, and I kind of liked it. I don't know. Hmm. 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 So Jack now is homeless. Um, (laughs) Yeah. It's the truth. Yeah, you're not wrong. You're not right, but you're not wrong. I am right because he has no home. And his apartment is where his sister is staying. And so he's like, well, maybe I'll just find a place at the B&B. And he's on the phone with Joellen. And Mel comes up and she's like, what the heck did he do? What are you doing? Right, she's like, I thought you were just going to live with live with me. Stay with me. Yeah. And he's like, no, I can't do that. Because I just think like, you know, it would start getting, we'd start getting on each other's nerves. Like, what if you want your own space? And she's like, what do I do that annoys you? Yeah, that would be my reaction. Yeah, he quickly clears it up. Don't worry. And he's like, no, no, no. I'm the one that would annoy you. Right. Great save. Sure, Jack. Good save, bud. Way to fix that one. Yeah, but he's not used to being on his, or with someone all the time. He's really used to being on his own. He's very independent. To quote Doc, he's really self-reliant. And so he feels like he is losing control out of his life. So he just wants something that's his own. And that's probably why he doesn't want to depend on Mel. Yes. Also, just I just remember this and I want to bring it up because it was so ridiculous. Right after the fire, Doc looks at Mel and goes, he might be having Iraq memories or however he phrased it. And Mel just goes, yeah, I know. Like, uh. Thank you for again reminding us that. Jack was in the war. Oh, thank you. Another episode, another war reference. Yes, but that kind of ties back into yeah, what we were just talking yeah. about. You know what? Unrelated. So if we're going on tangents here, I like how everyone in town is just like accepting of Mel and Jack being a couple now, and they're not even like being weird about it. Right. Nobody's questioning. It's because they all knew this was coming. Yeah, but everyone's just like, oh, yep, you too. Hey, hey guys, no one's like, oh, you too. Like, no one's making a big deal about it, which I think is really cool. An adult of this town that is very immature. Honestly. So thank you, Virgin River, for caring about these two lovebirds. And their budding romance. Yes. That's very intense, very quick. Yeah. But at least they're not engaged in three weeks. No. I mean, we're not calling anyone out, but, but I'm calling you out, Charmaine and Todd. Ugh. Anyways, Jack then goes to work because you know what? When your house burns down, sometimes all you got to do is go to work. Keep working. Yeah. I mean, I would probably do the same thing. Yeah. And so Bree comes up to Jack, wants to know if he's okay. He's like, yeah. And she tells him, you need to start playing the lottery because the universe owes you. I mean, really, though, between him and Mel, they have the worst luck in the world. Very much so. And he's like, I'm just going to stay at the B&B. And even Brie doesn't think that's a good idea. Yeah, because it's weird. Yeah, she's like, why don't you just stay with Mel? And Jack's like, I don't want Mel to feel overwhelmed. Even Preacher thinks it's a weird idea to stay at the B&B. He's like, I think this would be good for your relationship. See if you guys really connect. Yeah. Everyone like, is pro them living together. Yeah. Because it makes sense to stay with your significant other 
when your house burns down. Yeah, when your house burns down, that's the universe saying it's time to move in. Right, it, even if it's just temporary. Yeah, even though he says that he is going to rebuild his house on the same land, which makes sense. You have the land. Why right. not? And now he can make it exactly what he wants. Exactly. He's going to have, let's be real, a hefty insurance policy out of this. So, Yeah, he's going to build the nicest playset for the twins. It's going to be great. going to have two slides two. for no reason, just because it can. it can. Yeah. I bet he's going to build a really cool tree house, too. He seems <gasps> yeah. like the type of dad. Oh, definitely. I mean, he built his own batting cage, so True. he better build something really cool for his own children. I hope you can't just so. have a batting cage for yourself and not build things for your kids. Mm-mm. It's not how that works. No. However, oh, but then Brie says a pretty great line about Mel, even though she's known Mel for all of three weeks. Brie says that Mel is pretty direct and she says what she means. Yes. And that is so true. Last episode, for instance, she said, I want a cupcake and a bubble bath. I don't want these other things. Yeah. And she even sat there herself and said, if there's something that I want, I will ask you for it. So Mel is direct. Yes. But then Brie goes off on a run, it looks like, because she's in athletic clothes, because mm-hmm. we haven't seen Mel on a run yet mm-hmm. this season. So I'm glad someone is taking the helm of the town runner. Yeah, true. True. I don't i didn't think i would miss seeing mel on a run but i do yeah i mean it's been two episodes and it still hasn't happened no we had like seven episodes in a row last season that had it yeah i can't believe it weird anyways then mike comes over and he's like hey jack how's the fire situation (laughs) he doesn't say it like that (laughs) i wish he had now Uh, we just need brady to go in and go That's a bummer. That's a bummer. Your house burned down. That's a bummer. (laughs) Um, But we do learn what caused the fire. And it's so stupid. And I don't think it's real. Hmm. Supposedly, it was just faulty wiring. In the attic of all places. That is just too convenient. And I'm still going to be suspicious of this. Because who... Who gets shot and then three weeks later moves into a house and has faulty wiring and causes their whole house to burn down? No one. No one that I know. That's too coincidental and I don't believe in coincidences like that. Yeah. I just, we need one more thing to happen to Jack and then, then the police will be on his case. Right. Like his brakes need to go out or something. (gasps) Ooh, you called it here first. Is it going to be breaks? Maybe. I don't know. Something weird happened at the bar? Who knows? Hmm. I think somebody's out for him, though. Yeah, I definitely Is it you, agree. Todd? It's always Todd. Todd or Bert. You know no what? Todd option. wasn't in this episode. True. Or at least not his presence wasn't there, but his yes. presence was felt. Yeah. Well, Charmaine does come to the bar for some reason. I don't really know why. I think she honestly is just there to nettle jack yeah she claims she came to apologize to him about how hard she was about the breakup right and you're like wow cool mature love it great you were crazy and then that's not where this went Mm -mm. at all where did this go caroline um well she instead talks about how much she loves todd 
and she's so happy she found Todd, and she's glad that Jack lost his house. Because then he doesn't have to worry about rebuilding too quickly because the twins will just live at Todd's house and Jack can come whenever he wants. Yeah, he can visit. Ma'am, that's not how that works. Oh, and that they don't need oh, yeah, an they're... official custody agreement. He can just come whenever, but within reason. Oh my gosh. Charmaine, are you forgetting who's the actual father, biological father of your children? He doesn't just like lose the rights to his kids just because you decide to get married. No. That's literally not how that works. She's so annoying. I want her and Todd to drive off of a bridge. Honestly, well, after she has the babies. Yeah, the babies are innocent little beings in this. They've done nothing wrong. Although she still yeah, doesn't look pregnant. Yeah, still no pregnant looking <laughs> face. Still no pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I will not clarify. <laughs> Yeah, so then Jack's dealing with the fire. He's dealing with how he's like, I don't want to move in with Mel because I'm like kind of scared a little bit. And now he's move- dealing with Charmaine being rude part two. Part so 2000. Very annoying. But luckily, he finally talks to Mel and says, you know what? Yeah, I'll stay with you. It's yes. very sweet. It is really sweet because she gets him some clothes. Yes. She's like, well, I figure you probably don't want to wear the same thing over and over and over again because all of your stuff was burnt. So mm-hmm. here you go. And that's, I think, what made him really realize, like, she's just doing this because she cares for him. Yes. You know what? I think this was my romantic moment of the episode. Really? Yes. Because she's like, hey, I got you some new clothes. And he's like, oh, my gosh, Really? And then he says, you truly are a beautiful person. And you always think about how you can make other people's lives better. And it's such that a cute, really cute moment. And then he's like, does the invitation for me to stay still stand? She's like, yes, yes, it does. And then they kiss, but it's like a sweet kiss. It's right. the kind it's of not... kiss that I like yeah. to see. Not tub stuff. Okay? None of that. Not gripping each other's faces. Yeah. There's being sweet and loving with each other. And you can really tell they care about each other. Mm -hmm. And they love each other so much. That's like my second favorite relationship then. My first is when they're being playful and cute with each other. And like flirty, you know? When they're just like fun. Yeah. But when they're being like this kind of sweet is my second favorite. I agree. Actually, I would switch it because I just think like little sweet moments, but then when they're being fun and playful. I don't mm-hmm. like when they're miscommunicating. That Me seems neither. to be happening a lot this season. Honestly. Maybe living together will help them. Maybe. Or it's going to make it worse. <gasps> oh, no. Gasp. I doubt it. Knowing these two. They're in it for the long They'll haul. They'll work it out. They certainly will. All right. Um, right. Let's go back to Mel a little bit. She was kind of a minor character. But one great thing to note about Mel is she and Brie are becoming friends. Are maybe going to be friends. Uh, I love that. Mel needs a friend. And I, uh, granted, Brie is her boyfriend's sister. But that still counts as friendship to me. Yeah, you Because even if they break up, she could still technically stay friends with Brie. Yeah. Mel's out shopping for those clothes for Jack in Clear River because that's where the good shopping is, as we learned last season from Hope's tour with Lizzie. Mm-hmm. And she runs into Bree, mm-hmm. who's there because she's like, I need my nails done. 
And Mel's like, mm, I feel that. Yeah, so they go get their nails done together. And we learn that Brie hasn't seen Jack for a year and a half. Ooh. Just kind of a long time because they seem very close. Right, but I mean, she was a, like a big shot lawyer kind of situation. True. And he's Jack and he's never going to leave Virgin River ever. Hmm. Yeah. But then they're bonding because they learned that they both went to the same exact college at the same, same exact time. time. But they were, their buildings for their programs were on opposite sides of campus, yes. which is why they never ran into each other. Yeah. I'm just so happy that Mel is going to make a friend. Right. Hopefully. Like a real friend. We thought Jamie was going to be her I friend. Know. And then Jamie was all about preacher. So. Jamie turned out to be annoying. Yes. Bree is not annoying. She's ranking high on my list. I love Brie so far. Yeah. And then they talk about coffee and look at clothes and talk about the fun colors they got on their nails. They are really cute. Are you going to look up those nail polish colors? Eventually. I did not. I will. Maybe. Someday. Yeah. However, one note, one thing to note is when they're looking at clothes outside of a store, you know how they have like sidewalk things. Yes racks sidewalk racks set up a man walks out of the store and brie gets so startled right and she like knocks things over and it's like yeah scary scary i know and it's kind of weird so then you're left wondering what is she getting away from mm-hmm. between that and her mystery phone call last episode yeah. she does a pretty good job at covering it up though she just is like oh that startled me and i knocked this over yeah I don't know. I don't want to speculate too soon. So we're going to have to keep watching and keep working on some brain theories for what's up with Brie. Some Brie theories. Some Brieries. Okay. Maybe not that. (laughs) Um, All right. So let's stay on Brie because she has... We have romantic moments, and then there's steamy moments. Yeah, And Brie has the steamiest moment oh of the gosh. season so far. Yeah, that's right. I'm ranking it higher than the bathtub scene, as yeah. we all know why. So when she's in town, Mel has to go back to work because she's an adult, and Brie's taking a little personal time, so she's not back at work yet. And she sees Brady drinking alone. No, she's sitting, and Brady sees her. No, Brady was there already. No. Yes, maybe? Brady was drinking an IPA at a oh, restaurant. Oh, that's right. I'm, never mind. I'm mixing it up. Yes. Okay, I'm going to restart that. Brie walks by some outdoor restaurant dining area in Clear River. And who's there? It's Brady because he's dealing with some work trouble at the l- lumber place. I really don't know what's going on there. Something happened and Brady's the boss now. and it's expensive and it's a whole thing. So I'm confused about that. Whatever. I'm glad Brady has a real job now. He's doing great. Keep it up, boy. Boy. Anyways, so she walks by and sees Brady. And she's like, oh, hello. And then she's like, can I buy you a drink? And she gets a drink. And then he's like, well, if you insist. And Brady wants to know if Jack knows that she's there. And she says, no. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, I know you're Jack's sister. I figured that one out. Oh, I ship them so hard. Me. They are giving each other Ooh. eyes this whole uh, scene. And they, like, hang out the rest of the night, basically. Yeah, by the time play they're playing pool. Yeah, and by the time they leave, it's night out. And Brady wants to do the right thing and be respectful and drive her home. Mm-hmm, keep her nice and safe. Right, because she's like, do you want to come back to my place or should I go back to yours? And he's like, ooh. 
I don't want you to think I'm taking advantage of you. And you know what she says to Brady? She says, Brady, you are so freaking gorgeous. Literally, thank you for saying what we're all thinking, Brie. Oh, yeah, he is. Like, I think because his terrible personality has really overshadowed him the last two seasons, we have not been able to fully appreciate just how hot this man is. In this season, we are really, really getting to. Yeah. He do be attractive. Oh, he's so attractive. It's uh, And the scene, mm, it did everything for yeah. me. And she's like, don't you want to kiss me? And then Brady's like, of course. It's just Jack will be upset with me. And she's like, no one needs to know. It could be our little secret. Ooh. And then they kiss, and it is so passionate. So hot. It's a steamy kiss. He picks her up. They're in the middle of the road, it seems like. They're on the sidewalk. And this is a very passionate oh, kiss for a sidewalk. Like going. They're just going at each other. Mm-hmm. So I, I We all know what happened with them after this. I mean, yeah, probably. If not, I don't... Either way. Right? Either, either way. way. They both got to have that moment. Yes. And we got to witness it in a non-creepy way. Yeah, it was hot. It was steamy. so hot. So good. Loved it. Yeah. So that so was Brady, my... keep being hot. That was my steamy moment. Me we too. We have romantic. We have steam. And now let's talk about sweet young love. Oh, beautiful, beautiful young love. Yeah. So poor Ricky and Lizzie. <laughs> They're really struggling right now. Yeah. They're trying to get some alone time and they're hanging out at Ricky's grandma's. Well, which, it's also Ricky's house, too. Yes. Which I love. You know that they're keeping their relationship a secret, but not from her. No, she knows. She doesn't care. Right? And they're just, like, hanging out on the couch and she's just, like, walking around. She covers her eyes because she's like, I don't want you to interrupt anything. I don't want to see anything. And Ricky's like, Grandma. Yeah. It's fine. But she makes some cookies. She made shortbread. Yum. Yeah. Love. And then Lizzie does that thing with her toes where she, like, tries to, like... Touch him. Touch him. And, like, I don't even know. And then Liddy comes back in. I forgot the milk. You can't have cookies without milk. Very true. And Ricky's like, thanks, Grandma. Yeah. And then she comes back. I forgot the napkins. Or, wait, no, then Ricky goes, can I have a napkin? And Lizzie just looks at him and is like, seriously? It is a great look. Oh, it was wonderful. He's like, what do you have against napkins? She just wants some alone time with she him. She really just needs some alone time. And uh, Brady, or not Brady, what the heck? Ricky picks up on that. He's like, yeah, I agree. I also need some alone time with you. So he stops by the bake truck, which shout out to the bake truck. First time this season. Ooh. Yay. Lizzie's working and Ricky's like, I have a surprise for you. They basically played 20 questions. Yeah. She's like, it better not be lunch. I already ate. That's right. Cold shoulder him. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, it's not lunch. And you have to tell Connie that you're staying at a friend's house tonight. She's like, ooh, interesting. All right, I'll be Ricky and you, or I'll be Lizzie and you be Ricky answering these questions, okay? Will there be candy? Everybody says yes. He, he says there will be if you want there to be okay will there be candy there will be if you want there to be will i need pajamas no Ooh, Ooh. so steamy yes 
and then we cut to their little trip and they go to sam's cottage inn which i think are romantic cabins if it's Ish. implied because they asked for a cabin at the check-in and they're being really weird about it the the what's the name of the person like the, the front desk worker is like you don't look old enough for this and he's like trust me we're both adults and this truly is how the check-in process goes when you do not actually look old enough to be an adult it really does people question you you always have to have your id present like no i am old enough to get a room at this hotel thank you very much to quote ricky they're both 18 well he's 18 she's 19 yes and oh it's so cute ricky's like this guy i think he thinks we're gonna have sex lizzie goes yeah we are gonna have sex um and then the guy's like oh you don't have a credit card but luckily lizzie is a rich girl and has one Ooh, shout out to rich girls yes we love rich girls yes because i need one for incidentals Mm -hmm. just like you need at any hotel nowadays yeah but don't worry, everyone. They get their cabin, and it's really cute inside. But unfortunately, <laughs> Ricky's still on freaking edge. About Connie. Yeah, he's like, we need to leave. I saw Charlie. You know Charlie, that one guy from Jack's. And he turns out the front desk guy is his uncle. We need to go. They might tell Connie. And Lizzie's just looking at him like, you crazy person yeah how does she put it he's a million years old (laughs) yeah he's not gonna know what's going on it's not paraphrasing but and lizzie good for her she uses her feminine wiles to get ricky's mind off of the panic he is feeling Mm -hmm. by unbuttoning her top Mm -hmm. good job steamy but yes wholesome steamy Yes. Because they're she's still like, are you still thinking about Connie? And he's like, they're adults. Yeah. He, she's like, are you still thinking about Connie? And he's like, no. No. So they're having some fun. Good for them. I'm glad Good they get their away them. time. They need it. They do. They really do. All right. And lastly, the kind of sad storyline that we need to talk about today it's is... kind of weird. Yeah, it was very weird. So... Lily, I guess, stopped by the clinic looking for Mel, who wasn't there because she had, quote, Doc, I don't know, lady trouble. And Mel's like, lady trouble? What is this? An Outlander episode? So good. Thank you you for referencing Outlander, Mel. We all know you're watching Outlander. That's why you're so into Jack. And tub stuff? No, that's, well... I think there's one scene in Outlander that's kind of like that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. But it's way better in Outlander. They were trying, I think, in Virgin River to make it like that Outlander scene. But it's a lot different when it's a modern day bathtub versus a little 18th century bathing device. Like (laughs) a little, you know, those like tiny baths for one person. (laughs) We all know what I'm thinking of. Those little tubs. Yeah. I've never watched Outlander, but... <gasps> Shocking. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, Liz, Lizzie. No, Lizzie doesn't care what Mel's doing. Lily. Everyone has the same name in the show. Lizzie, Liddy, Lily. Mm-hmm. 
No, get some new names. Anyways, Lily was looking for Mel. Um, And then we see Lily later on. She's looking rough. Yeah, she's like sweaty. And like kind of tired looking. And we finally meet her daughter, Tara. Who also happens to be Caroline and I's girl. Yes. Ellie Nash. AKA, AKA Stacy Faber. Yeah, Stacy Farber. Farber. Thank Faber? You. Is it Faber There's or Farber? There's an R. It's Farber. Is it Farber? Mm-hmm. Sorry, girl. Yeah, so she's from uh, everyone's favorite Canadian after-school special, Degrassi, The Next Generation. And we love her. We love her so much. She was also really good in that one uh, Schitt's Creek episode. I didn't see that one yet. So. Yeah, she's a great Canadian actress. We love her. She has red hair. Lily has red hair. And guess what, everyone? Chloe has red hair. Chloe has red hair. I'm so happy she got the red hair. Yes. Me too. Yeah. But anyways, Tara is like, Mom, you need to just like chill. You're just, you're wearing yourself out. You're busy taking care of me and Chloe. You need to, you know. Relax and like. Just take it easy. Mm-hmm. Um, but then uh, Lily comes to Mel's. It's really late at night. And she's like, can we talk? And she's like stressed. Yeah. And we learn that Lily has cancer. Mm, Mel was the only person that she thought to tell. And that's the end of the episode. So sad. I really want to know what's going to happen with that. I know. I'm glad that Tara's there. So she has like a family member to help her. Definitely. And Mel will obviously help her. She trusts Mel a lot. Mel they was the bonded. first person she told her secret to. Yeah. Or no. Well, Aunt Lily was the first person Mel told her secret. Yeah. And Lily. They bonded no. over having dead husbands. Yeah. That was nice. <laughs> Bonding. So fun. Well, we really don't want this episode to become a downer. I know. So we're going to kind of bring it back because there's nothing we can do about this situation other than watch episode three. And try to know what's going on. Yeah. All right. So because um, I'm going to do a full 180, if people think this is disrespectful, I'm sorry, but it's time for Crime Watch. I had a new name for it. Oh, what was your name? The Neighborhood Watch. Hmm. Because we're in the neighborhood. I kind of like it. We'll keep thinking about it. Yeah. We'll keep workshopping. Workshopping the name. Wait, what did you call it? The Neighborhood Watch. Okay. Or something along neighborhood mm-hmm. watch lines, you know? Yeah. Criminal activity alert. Wee woo, wee woo. <laughs> All right. So obviously, Jack's house, we still suspect arson. And Jack's killer is still at, an, at large. Mm-hmm. Okay, Jack didn't die. I wanted that for, like, potential killer. Murderer. Anyways. I am... I'm still suspecting Bert. Definitely. Why was he at the fire scene? Why was he there? Right? There's no there's no reason for him to be there. Were any cars on fire? No. I hope not. They didn't show it. We didn't need Bert there. Bert, you keep showing up in some suspicious places. And thus, you are still on our board. Mm-hmm. We are going to have to hire a PI to follow you around. Yeah. For I don't sure. trust him. For sure. 
No one would suspect his hands of being dirty because he works with cars. So if he had mm-hmm. dirty hands from a fire and then getting the ash all over the place. Ooh, ooh mm-hmm. good thinking, good thinking. And then he just shows up, ooh. right? Like, oh my gosh, I just happen to be in the area. Mm. Yeah. So I'm still thinking it's Bert. I know last episode we were like, oh, it couldn't possibly be Bert. But um, but maybe. But now I do kind of think it's Bert. Right. Ooh, I have a new suspect. Okay, who's there. your suspect? And this one comes via a fan who emailed us. All right. Her name is Diane. Um, she thinks, and I kind of agree the more that I think about this, Charmaine is behind Jack's shooting. <gasps> you think Charmaine shot Jack? Ooh. Even if she's not the one who did it, but she's behind it. She hired a hitman? She hired yeah. Jimmy. She Could knows be. Jimmy for some reason. Yeah, because she's from the wrong side of the track. She knows things. Yeah. Ooh, interesting, interesting. Yeah. Okay, so Charmaine, you're on our board. You're also on our board for Baby Watch, which is a sub-tier of Crime Watch. <laughs> when will she show? Yeah. Are you actually pregnant? Where's your baby bump? Bump dates. All right. Yeah. I like that. I like that, Diane. I can see where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, you might have just persuaded me. Not that hard, because everyone in town's a criminal. Throwback to season one. Yeah. All right. Todd. Yeah. It's always Todd. It's always been Todd. He wasn't in this episode. Where was he? Hmm. Charmaine is talking about him. But you know what? Uh, How convenient for Todd, who I guess wants a really big family. That's what Charmaine said. Maybe he's the one who can't have kids. Ooh. So he can't have biological children himself. So he was like, I'm going to find a pregnant woman who is desperate to get married for some reason. Boom. Charmaine. Boom. Oh, I'm just going to go get a haircut. Convenient timing. And then he's like, you know what? We don't need Jack in the picture. He just bought a house. Boom. Boom. Fire. Gone. Gone. Yeah. Wow. I'm also just always suspicious of somebody who's like, Let's get married in three weeks. Like, Yeah, that's very sus. Mm-hmm. So those are our people on the leaderboard now. Any other are we suspects? dropping Jimmy? Dropping Jimmy down? Well, Jimmy, still not Jimmy's still on for shooting Jack, right? Mm. Jimmy and Brady, question mark to Brady. I still think Jimmy's the one who shot Jack, but Todd, start, start, Todd started the fire. Interesting. Yeah. Mm. That's where I'm at right now. Unless he thought that Jack would just sell his property because he's a property guy remember yeah mm. he jack wouldn't sell burn it down there you go i don't know any other any other thoughts on our criminal activity no i think that about covers all my thoughts mine as well crime watch do 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 we need um, like the um law and order sound yeah i couldn't find it though well that's because it's law and order this is virgin order. No, it's not. That's weird. Um, law and virgin river. The, the law waits for no one. No. Whatever. We'll workshop this part too. All right. So now that we're in our fun segments, hey, did you see any boats? No. Did we even really see the river? Um, Kind of in the title credit sequence. Today's sequence was nice. I liked it. It was pretty. Yeah. But no boats. Yeah. No boats. Got eight more chances. 
Hmm. Ugh, upsetting. Yeah. It's rude. Someday. Someday. Holding out hope. Hey, I have a question for you. Oh, okay. Do you know what that means? What does that mean? It's time for Question Corner. Oh my gosh. Oh my Such gosh. fun. Question number one. Is this Todd thing for real? And is Todd real? All right. Todd himself is a real person. He's real. Do I think that he is scamming Charmaine? Yes. I think, as I said before, that he just wants kids. He can't have kids. He wants a bunch. He found a woman who has two soon-to-be children. Mm. Okay. I think that he's scamming her for all she's worth. And he is real. And he did all the crimes. Wow. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I can get on board with that, though. Good. It's the only way. All right, question number two and final question. All right. It's a short question corner today. Ooh. Logistically and logically, how did Jack buy a house, get shot, recover and move in, and then have his house catch on fire within three weeks? It usually takes a lot longer to close on a house than three weeks and also move. Well, let's not forget, this is a small town. Things happen fast here. Jack is the leader of town. There's Hope the mayor, but then Jack's the leader. Mm -hmm. And he just can get everyone to rally behind him. Also, he was shot. So everyone's like, oh, no, he was shot. And they all helped him move in. Exhibit three, he lived in a little tiny apartment. How much stuff did he really have to move in? I think that the house came furnished because Mm. his bed is still at that apartment. Otherwise, Brie would be sleeping on the floor. So it came with furniture, so he just lost a bunch of old furniture. Totally fine. He can buy new IKEA trip anyone. Uh yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So he everyone just rallied behind to move over his like two or three boxes. They expedited the process. It was a it was a group effort. It was a town effort. Mm, they shouldn't have been so expedient because then he wouldn't have lost everything. Ooh, good burn. Because <laughs> all of his stuff burned. Yeah, it did. And that was Question Corner. Yay! So Ooh, fun. What yes. a fun Question Corner. Thank you. Thank you. I really try. Good. Well, it's that time of the episode where we start wrapping it up, putting a little bow on it, mm-hmm. and getting ready to vote on our favorite character, our least favorite character our grade and uh you know any 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 final thoughts that you need to sprinkle on in there thank you for explaining our wrap-up yeah thought it would help thank you um i'll kick us off this time around overall i give this a solid a we had some hot moments we had some cute moments we had some sad moments it really just dipped a little bit in every every pool. But it wasn't like spectacular, you know? So it was just a nice hearty A. My favorite person, I guess, I don't know. I really don't have an MVP or a worse person. Because everyone just kind of was like, meh. 
everyone just existed this time around. If I had to pick someone again, and it's going to be the second week in a row, and I'm not going to apologize for this, Brie as my MVP. She got to have a hot kiss. She said what she meant or what we're all thinking, and she's just great. So keep up the great work, Brie. I'm going to keep watching out for you. Also, I want to know more about what's going on with you. Hmm, I'm intrigued. Do you have a worst character? Uh, not really. All right. That's okay. You don't need to have one every time. Exactly. Like I said, everyone was kind of just like, mm, yeah. Yeah, well, then I'll go ahead and share my thoughts. I definitely think that Jack was the best character this time around. I don't really say that often, but I'm giving it to him because the poor guy lost his house. True. He lost all of his things, and he got over his, like, trepidation about living with a person when he's used to being by himself for so long and he's really like opening himself up even though he isn't showing those emotions he's letting himself feel for the first time in forever for the first time in forever yeah so i'm gonna give it to jack he needs a break to quote brie he better play the lottery the universe owes him something Mm mm-hmm as for my least favorite person of the episode, it's definitely Charmaine. It's always Charmaine. I'm sorry, Charmaine. I can't with you. Like, you came to apologize. Good. I'm glad you did that. You're taking the right step. But then you immediately go, oh, but, like, you don't actually get to be involved in your children's lives. You only get to come visit, but only when I say, basically. And we don't even need a custody agreement because that's too much work. And then you'll get more. And you don't need more. And I'm glad your house burnt down. You don't need a new house. Like, Charmaine, that was so mean. Oh, and then she was also like, I know you don't want to be a dad. Yeah, she was being very mean. And we don't like mean here. No. Okay? Kind words only, Charmaine. This man lost his house for crying out loud. I'm glad you can't drink alcohol right now. You don't deserve it. You can't have your seven and seven. No. Which nobody even drinks. And lastly, I'm going to give this episode a B plus. Uh. I don't know why. I just felt B plus-y to me. Hmm. Interesting. Yep. yep. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really have any other thoughts. I hope that hope comes back. He he he. To quote Mel, she said that earlier. <laughs> Um, I want everyone to be happy and everyone to have lives that they want. I hope nothing bad happens to Lily. And, um, yeah. Same. Cool. I just want to know what's going to happen next. I am very excited for episode three. So everyone, be sure to come back next time when we talk about episode three of the Virgin River Visitor Center where the internet is slow, but the gossip Gossip is is fast. fast.